Seeking the Wise Wise. With Aaron and Alexander discussing the just philosophy. Covering self-development, emotional processing, conscious relationships, and five levels of overall wellness. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Wise Wise Inward Journey and for sharing your personal self-growth journey with us. Now we are about to get into the third episode where we join Stan and Stevie on their way home from a crazy weekend where the three generations of the Winthrops met at Michael and Janet's house. This included the matriarch, Louise, who, after a recent revelation of how poorly she treated her children, Stan and Janet, in the past, is now asking for forgiveness and to sort of quickly bury the memories of it all. She did this through a passive-aggressive card to Stan, sending glitter everywhere, to which he was not very happy about. But now, we get to peek into Stan and Stevie's relationship a little more intimately and how their characters continue to further develop. If you have appreciated the depth to which we discuss how these characters can bring in more consciousness and the step-by-step practical tools and techniques that we have been discussing here, then don't sleep on the complete conversation we got going on in this one, or any of them. Join our premium membership now by going to wisewisepodcast.com and clicking on the Get Complete button in the main navigation, and let's continue digging deep. If you are ready to take your self-development practice seriously, we have over 110 past episodes of content for you to use to help you become more emotionally responsible, practice consciously communicating, and eventually yielding abundance in your personal relationships. And don't forget about the self. Your relationship with yourself will flourish and a new level of contentment will emerge. Let's do this, everyone. Let's inward journey together. Wise, wise, inward journey, episode three, the ride home. Oh, my, wow, Stevie exclaimed as her eyes met the final moments of the sunset's rich hues of magenta and purple. Stevie sat up with a, look, and then dramatically pointed her hand toward the front of the car, as if Stan, who was driving, was not seeing what was directly in front of him. At about the same moment, their decade-old SUV hit a poorly filled pothole, causing an erratic jerk to the right. The sudden movement of the car caused Stevie's finger to hit the windshield, leaving a greasy smear on the recently cleaned glass. Stevie, come on, why did you do that? Of course I can see it. I'm driving, ain't I? Stan responded in a tense and elevated voice. Stevie's smile faded as the joyful energy of her celebration escaped her. She sat back and crossed her arms. Focusing her gaze onto the road ahead, she restricted eye contact with Stan after feeling squashed by his overly masculine tone. Her mind drifted internally, and she began to question why she deserved to be talked to in that manner. Thoughts of how her dad would yell at her for laughing too loud as a child began to form, and she desperately tried to shove them back down. After his outburst, Stan too became withdrawn. His eyes tried to focus more intently on the road before him, 
as his mind began to process what had just happened. It bothered him when he had these types of outbursts, especially when they were directed at Stevie, who most of the time wasn't the source of the issue. Five minutes into their shared silence, Stan knew this one was on him. Even though his ego fought back in protest, he pushed himself into an apology. Look, I'm really sorry for talking to you that way, he uttered. Stevie remained silent as she stared down at her fingers, which began to fidget around her wedding ring, twisting it back and forth as she processed Stan's words. We're in the mountains, Stan continued. There are deer everywhere. It's dangerous, and I'm tired after spending the past two days around everyone, including my mother. I just want to get home. Stevie's silence continued. Inside her, though, some thoughts were forming. Thoughts she knew would be frictional if she shared them. She contemplated on how they would both do just about anything to avoid dealing with conflict head-on. Yet, when one person lit the torch for battle, their minds seemed to take it as an open invitation to unload everything that was being conjured up, as if it were better to get it over with all at once. At that moment, Stevie let out a burst of energy, breaking the silence. Why do you let your mother talk to you in that way? It's demeaning. No, it's emasculating. Stan's ears suddenly deafened upon hearing Stevie's stern criticism. His eyes became dilated and his grip tightened on the steering wheel. The pace of his heart quickened at twice the speed he was currently driving. Without contemplating further, he shouted out in reaction. Do you think I want to be talked to in that way? That I'm somehow asking for it? begging for it. How is it my fault that my mother has shamed and berated me since I was a child? I just don't understand why you allow it, Stevie said back in a more normal tone. After seeing how animatedly Stan answered her, she decided that maybe she didn't have the energy to continue this conversation. Never mind, she relinquished. We're just tired. Stan noticed Stevie's retreating, and this allowed him the space to reflect on what she had just said. The idea that he allowed his mother to treat him that way was just not rational. In his mind, the way he communicated with his mother made it clear that he was not accepting of her attempts to dismantle his masculinity in any way. Regarding my mother, Stan began, that's just the way it's always been. At this moment, he paused and took a breath in then exhaled with an audible sigh. I don't know. I think I'm more distracted about this new job coming up. You know how I am about to get to know a new contractor. Stan's job as a freelance electrician introduced him to a new boss with every project he worked on. This upcoming project felt more challenging than usual because the head contractor is a woman. Thinking about the situation often made a pit for him in the area of his solar plexus but he never had the understanding of why this was. Stevie, curious about Stan's current emotional state, interrupted his contemplation with, You don't think that... They both shared a moment of silence as she paused, choosing her words carefully in order to not add any more friction. You don't think that this new job with a new contractor, Rita, is possibly bringing up any sort of association with... She paused again, and then noticed Stan dipping his head in a forward motion, encouraging Stevie to finish asking her question. With your mother? She blurted out. 
Stan immediately reacted by denying the allegations with a no, but then caught himself just as it left his lips. His mind began to churn and compare the two women. Both were in power situations in relation to him. Both were in a place of possibly judging him. He also identified with feeling the need to impress or get approval from them. Hmm, Stevie, you may be onto something there. Stan felt the tension in his shoulders and chest melt away as they shared this moment of intrigue. Stevie sensed this and felt a little more at ease. She was relieved her question didn't stir up the energy into a more explosive situation. She had a way of often bringing up the wrong questions at the wrong time, especially when Stan was least likely to resonate with a challenge to his perspective. However, this time seemed to be a success. Feeling a closer connection with her husband, she placed her hand on his knee and relaxed her body. Her eyes closed as she exhaled softly and entered into a state of reflection. Her thoughts rewound to the week before, when she had her first interaction with her new neighbor, Rio. She revisited the initial introduction and how it wound up a three-hour conversation where they shared some vulnerable details about their lives. Stevie confided in Rio, sharing some of her frustration around Louise. Relating to the situation, Rio offered some of their experiences with managing their own mother-in-law around past issues where boundaries were overstepped. Stevie remembered being in awe, hearing how easy Rio made it sound. Simply informing your boundaries without needing to get emotional or turning it into an argument? Sounds like a dream, she exclaimed to herself. Just as she was caught up in her internal dialogue, a light bulb burst in her mind as she made an important connection. The subconscious actions she's been taking the last few days to not just avoid conflict, but to alleviate it, have been inspired by her interaction with Rio. This might be a total life changer. Now, she thought, if I can only figure out what I did and how to actually do it consciously... A smile overcame her neutral expression as she giggled internally in amusement. Why doesn't everyone know about this? Her internal voice whispered into the universe. And where did Rio learn this wizardry? This is something I need more of. Wow, Alexander, so I feel a little exposed here because that felt like a large or the majority part of my life having those interactions with people, whether it be a family member or a romantic relationship. I feel like maybe we'll get into it a little later, but maybe there's a similar communication style or the way I interact with conflict that Stevie and Stan also have similar traits there. Yes, and I think that is hopefully what we're looking for most of our listeners to connect to and to be able to relate to certain characters in certain situations. And although all of this is completely fictional, of course, we have all both had our experiences. And I'm sure that those experiences, you know, both our failures and our successes will continue to show up in these characters and that relatability will continue to develop for the characters for others to connect with. So let's first start off with Stan. They're driving back from the interaction where they drove to Janet and Michael's house. They had that day when Luis came over. And even though they had some tense moments when Luis first came, it did seem to end 
on a redirected note where Stevie was able to redirect it where they had wine and the sunset. So now they're on their way home the next day and Stan is on edge from his new job and his interaction with his mom. And Stevie is being joyful and playful and she points out the sunset and it's funny how the universe causes these things to happen. He hits a pothole and her finger smears the windshield and then he kind of hits that point where he has an external reaction towards her and it wasn't really caused by something she necessarily did. Yeah, and I think part of the discussion coming up will be around that it's helpful when people realize that everyone doesn't handle groups of people the same. And here, Stevie's able to leave in a joyful mood, but uh, Stan's carrying a heaviness. And this could be for many different reasons, and that's going to be the fun of this follow-up discussion. But really just starting here with everybody recognizing that we're all very different in how we process things and the experiences that we have. And this is possibly an energetic thing to where Stan's just completely depleted through this weekend uh, and the roles that he played. So I think that Stevie does a pretty good job about making a couple of adjustments and Stan does as well. And it's going to be really fun uh, breaking all this down to where they were able to overcome it and still have a decent ride home. And so we do want to point out those wins as well, that even in some of most people's dysfunction, there are still these types of wins that can miraculously come around. And that's some beauty we want to point out as well. Yeah, they may not know why they happen, but this is what we're doing here on the podcast is to show you how to consistently be able to have those, quote, wins. Yeah, well said. So next, Stevie has an emotional reaction after Stan yells at her, and she is able to internally connect it to, or it reminded her of when her father would yell at her for laughing. And so it's interesting that there's that connection where she was being joyful and pointing out the sunset or childlike, and then... If she's laughing as a child, she's kind of in that same energy. And there's like authoritative or masculine energy kind of squashing that part of her. Yes, and this is so very common in most intimate relationships. That's the initial role that we're playing for each other is the reflection of one or both of the parents. And this is our individual work to overcome being so sensitive to those associations. And this is the beauty of conscious communication and working with a partner in a conscious relationship to understand that we're going to trigger each other from situations from our past. But the beauty is, is that when you know that you're working with somebody that loves you and only has your best interest at heart, you have the opportunity to not only recognize it, but learn to respect it, as we've discussed on the previous episode. And then uh, we're going to continue in the extended version of this episode to get into how to redirect it. But these recognitions are very important. And, you know, Stan uh, later was helped out by her mentioning that possibly his anxiety about this new contractor could be connected to his mom. So this is a wonderful opportunity for both of them to see the roles that they are playing for each other. And this is so, so common in relationships. Yeah, throughout this part of the story, in this scenario, there was a lot of back and forth conflict where it seemed like both of them kind of demonstrated the same style of how they handled conflict, which was like not saying anything, avoiding conflict until it 
builds up in, internally until they just can't handle it anymore and something happens and they immediately just blurt out everything that's on their mind and then after that they have a release and it's like the pressure was released and it almost allows space for some consciousness to come in if you can like be at peace after that release but if there's a couple where they continue arguing back and forth that may never happen because you're just bringing up stuff from the past to refill that frustration right yes and this is a great spot to bring in the tools that we utilize in this philosophy of the destiny card numerology system and the human design system and these are traits of five profile numbers there are six different numbers in the profiles one through six and fives avoid conflict and just basically what you just described they hold back hold back to avoid that conflict and then there's an explosion so yes when you get two of those together it can be very tumultuous because they're just activating each other over and over and so as the story goes on there's going to be deeper and deeper understanding of what is these characters true divinely made traits or given traits based off of these astrological systems and which traits are traits they've picked up through their family lineage, through their environment. And that's really what this philosophy is all about is separating those two things. What is yours and what is what you have picked up? And that is a big step in the self-development, especially how the just philosophy views it. And we're going to get deeper and deeper into shining more light on these situations and how to optimally approach them. And that's probably why I resonated with this whole episode, because I am a 3-5 profile, so I do have that energy and I can recognize that in myself. And this philosophy has helped me to recognize that and also around those corners of it so that I'm not just reacting all the time. Yes. And next we have where Stevie asks Dan how he allows his mother to talk to him like that. And that was very aggressive. And again, like this is going back to that five profile where they're going back and forth. I felt like that was very aggressive or accusational. How is Stan supposed to react to that if he's already in this sort of edge mood and the energy is kind of yikes. And then she's all of a sudden like, why do you allow this? And that's almost making it seem like it's his fault that she talks to him like that. Sure. And then, of course, to him, that's another authoritative female coming at him that he's already worried about the contractor. He's just dealt with two days around his mom. And so that's a great example of it's just not the right time. And when we go through, is this the optimal time? Is this the optimal place? Is this the optimal person? Have we already been discussing it long enough? Is the optimal duration those four points are going to be so useful in conscious communication. And we introduced these in the last episode and we're going to be repeating lots of certain key points of this philosophy because it needs to be heard over and over in these tools to be utilized very consistently to learn to step out of being triggered like you were talking about and be able to have the experience, recognize what it's connected to, but you don't have an external or internal reaction. You learn to respond to these triggers. And that's what we're all about here at the Wise Wise podcast and discussing our true life situations as well as these fictional type of situations. And so you did already touch upon how Stevie was able to make that connection 
of Stan's mother issues playing a role in how he's viewing that upcoming job. And even like you just mentioned, Stevie coming at him in that energy. So it's interesting that she shoved down her own reflection of her dad, like an avoiding sort of way. But in this one, she was able to bring it up to Stan. Yes. And what happens very commonly is when something comes up for a person emotionally and they've got an opportunity to work on it, many times they will project out the energy because it's easier to project and to judge something externally than it is to process something internally. So again, this is a key aspect for people to remember that the more that you want to be external, the more the opportunity is for you to overcome something internal. And so this is where we have discussed many times how important structure and discipline is. And this is where that will be discussed in more detail, of course, in the extended version and hopefully give people very deep insight in how to use everyday life to process these emotions. So those are the five main things that we are going to go deeper on in the premium version of this. But I did want to touch upon some of the wins or positives that happened. I felt like Stan apologizing so soon after the initial blow up. Yeah, really good. Um, that was good because usually that might take a little while or at least his ego might get in the way where I know for me, like I would recognize it, but I may not apologize right away. Sure. So I felt like that was good for him. And then overall at the end, I felt like they were able to come together as a team and consciously see some roles that people were playing in their lives to trigger certain events. Yes, and just being open, like you were saying, Stan being open it seems that he is building a trust with Stevie to help guide him through these emotional situations, and she's just maybe needing to work on her delivery, and uh, I think both of them have a lot of potential. And then I also felt like we couldn't end this sort of episode without mentioning Rio, because I feel like we're going to hear more about that interaction that Stevie had with her new neighbors, especially Rio, and how Rio is becoming an influence in Stevie's life and bringing in some of these principles of the just philosophy and how her learning these will kind of ripple out with all the other characters in this. Yes, and I think that both Rio and Haven will be up in a episode very soon and we'll get more of a background and understanding of the connection that Stevie has made and the shifts and the ripples, as you call them, that is going to ripple out and affect many, many people. So we invite everyone to a complete conversation and we thank you all for listening to us up to this point and hope it's been enjoyable and useful. Blessings. Thank you for listening to this free version of our Inward Journey story series. To hear the complete conversation and go deeper into how these characters can bring in more consciousness, utilizing the tools and techniques of the just philosophy, head on over to wisewisepodcast.com and become a premium member. You'll get to hear all of our complete conversations and begin your self-development journey with us. We honor your dedication to self-growth, overall wellness, and continuing to ask the wise wise. And remember, gradual changes over long periods of time equals lasting results. Continue on your self-growth journey by visiting thejustphilosophy.com 
where you are able to connect personally by booking a private consultation with Alexander in person, by phone, or Zoom. Uncover your authentic self more easily with a human design or destiny card consultation. Here you will gain information about your energetic makeup, personality, and your higher self, as well as navigating your way through your relationships. There are also multiple types of reports available for purchase that help you gain insight into your career, relationships, and opportunities for self-growth. The site also allows you to view a calendar of Alexander's live performances and class schedule, peruse other products such as shirts, CDs, and finally, the revolutionary VibroTune vibrational sound therapy tables. These contoured therapy tables allow you to bathe in a vibrational sonic bath of frequencies, bringing you into alignment on all levels. You will be feeling and hearing calming music synced through vibration and frequency. So again, you can grab all this goodness at thejustphilosophy.com, T-H-E-J-U-S-T-P-H-I-L-O-S-O-P-H-Y.com. The Just Philosophy, as discussed in this podcast, has been developed by Alexander over the last 25 years in his personal studies, private practice, and professional environment. The information discussed is intended for educational purposes only and is not meant as a replacement for conventional medicine. Just remember, knowledge plus experience equals wisdom. Seek the wise. We want to thank you for working on you. Keep shining your light and refining your vibe.